The following is a Thunderbolt West Media production. I think it's time for everyone to wake up. Things are getting bad. Wake up and wake everybody up you can. You are listening to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show with Jim Calhoun. The storm was coming, the sky was on fire, fear was in their eyes. It's my opinion that we should be prepared to lean on our faith and be able to step out on the sea. Thanks for tuning in to the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show. I'm your host, Jim Calhoun. This show features off-grid topics such as creating your own power, gardening, homesteading, and other issues related to off-grid living. I also seek to educate my listeners about survival and prepping, and I'll talk about anything from government corruption to chemtrails. Also, I feel that our constitutional republic is worth saving so I never miss an opportunity to do my part in helping to save our republic. I have two main goals for this show. Number one, to help you build your faith in God. And number two, to help each listener become as self-sufficient as possible. This show originates at the Harmony Barn Studios, located near Hershey, Nebraska, in the United States of America. The Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show airs on global shortwave stations WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, at frequency 7.490, and also on WRMI, Radio Miami International, on frequency 5850. And you can tune in to Key Radio, 89.3 FM, in Osage Beach, Missouri. And this show is also available on demand, on Spreaker, Anchor, Podpoint, Podpage, and Red Circle. My email address is jim at offgridliving.faith and be sure to visit my website, which is offgridliving.faith. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I really appreciate it. Well, today's edition of the Living Off-Grid Power and Information Show is going to be all over the map, as most of them usually are. But this one's going to be all over the map simply because there's so much going on. There's so many things to talk about. And so I'm just going to say thank you for your cards and letters. I'm not going to answer any on this show because I want to address several things. Number one, I'm sick of all this. I'm absolutely sick to death of all these elites and the Dr. Fauci's and the war in Ukraine and this President Zelensky, who's just an absolute zero as far as I'm concerned, and the United States government, how they're just absolutely war-hungry, as they are in Europe, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of Satan. I'm sick of Satan and his minions. I'm sick of all of it. And I really, really want to see Jesus return. I really do. And so that is my prayer, is Jesus, please return soon. Because mankind is messed up to the point where 
There is no hope in anything of mankind. Now, RFK Jr., who's running for president, he seems to be an all-right guy. But he's a politician, so I don't know anything about him other than the fact that he does seem to be a straight talker. And that's refreshing. And I notice the news media treats him just as bad as they did Donald Trump, trying to put words in his mouth and, and accusing him of doing all sorts of things he hasn't done as far as his positions on certain topics. And so we'll kind of keep an eye on that. But Donald Trump isn't going to save us, and RFK Jr. is not going to save us. and There's nobody going to save us but Almighty God. And once we get that firmly established in our heart and in our spirit, then we can actually move on. We live in Sodom and Gomorrah, period. Everywhere you look, there's gay this, gay that. They're pushing it like it's the most important thing that's ever happened in the history of mankind is these people and their sins. And I'm sick of them, too. I'm sick of their sins. I'm sick of their pride of their sins. I'm sick of the whole thing. You know, I love life. And I love to look out over the beauty that God created. But mankind is putting so much ugliness in the world, I'm sick of it. I'm absolutely sick of it. And if I sound a little frustrated on this show, it's because I am. It seems that all my research just keeps leading me back to the same thing over and over and over. And that's Satan has a lot of helpers on this world right now, and they're proud of it. And then when you have the major news networks defending these horrible people that are saying that they're going to come for our children, and they're defending that? I think things are more upside down here than how things were portrayed in the original movie, The Planet of the Apes, with Charlton Heston. I think The Planet of the Apes makes more sense than what's going on today in this world. And Charlton Heston made another movie called Soylent Green, and we're living through that too. It seems that people are just nothing more than fertilizer or slaves and just all sorts of evil things that the enemy has planned for us. And then I find out again that I'm a white supremacist and also a terrorist, according to my government. And, you know, the whole thing is just wearing very thin with me. And I'm not going to do anything about it but complain. But it just does seem that we're living in just... A horrible world, and I'd love to turn it around. Now, with that said, I'm going to tell you what I think's coming very soon. If you're not prepped up, you're in a lot of trouble. And I'm not prepped up near as much as I should be. And I'm a one-man show with not only this radio program, but I also help Bob Beerman on Truth to Ponder, which I love doing. I love doing both, actually. And also, I have my music show that's aired on WRMI and WBCQ, and I love doing that as well. And that's the direction that I would really be heading if everything was fine with the world. That's exactly where I want to go, is in radio. And I really enjoy it, and I'm enjoying the new people I'm meeting in radio. Radio's full of fascinating people. And I'm also a one-man show with my farming and ranching operation, and my working in the hayfield and harvesting, and and also, I do live performances. I just got through doing a live performance, and I have one tomorrow out of state. And so I stay very, very busy. And it seems like for one person, 
I get more done than most people can get done in a week. I can get that much done in a day. But the trouble is, is I'm doing way too much, and it just seems like it's kind of wearing me down a little bit. So I'm going to have to make some decisions of what I want to cut back on. But rest assured, it's not going to be radio, because that's the direction I'm trying to head. But I do have an opportunity with a new music project that I am going to explore the possibilities. And if this comes to pass, then my music career is going to have a very big uptick. So things are looking up for me as far as, you know, this world is concerned. But when I look at the world, it's just the opposite. It's just the world is going down like an old World War I biplane going down in flames. You know, it just seems that Seems like we're just circling down and plunging to earth with flames coming out of everywhere. And so this is what I see coming very soon. The warmongers in Europe want death. They worship death. That's what they want. All of this transgenderism, all of this mutilation of children, all of the abortion, all of this is connected. And it's also connected with wars. And it's also connected with something I think is very horrible, and that's that they are trying to wipe out white Christians. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And the fact that the Russians are Orthodox, and they seem to have recovered from their horrible experience they had with communism. And so there's a lot of faith in Russia right now. And of course, most of them are white males. In its open season on white Christian males. I really do think that that's part of it. But the cult of death in Europe, in Poland, in Germany, just all of them, the whole European Union, is just nothing but a cult of death. And to see England and some of these other countries that are fringe on the European Union still walk in lockstep with European Union and huff and puff and want to go in and invade Russia, and these people are totally delusional. They must not have studied their history. Russia has never successfully been conquered. And any war of attrition, Russia will win easily. They're very good at that. But Russia has really seen the handwriting on the wall. And I do believe that Russia is not only prepared I think that they're very prepared to give the West a very rude awakening. And I think that with this summit that's coming up, this NATO summit, where Zelensky is demanding that they be allowed into NATO, what right does that little dictator, what right does he have to demand anything from anybody? The guy is just an absolute horrible person. And from all accounts, everyone that I have talked to as far as in the know, he is a drug addict and he's a dictator. They canceled elections. He's trying to cancel the celebration of of Christmas. I don't know why the Ukrainian people haven't deposed him. I do think that's going to be his end. I think he needs to look at what happened to Mussolini in World War II. And I think he needs to paste his face over Mussolini's face as Mussolini's naked body was hung by his feet from a lamppost, I think that something similar may happen to Zelensky. He has made sure more Ukrainians have died than anyone in history, and I think that's horrible. And he's already stated that he wants to make Ukraine 
a new Ukraine with a diverse population. In other words, he wants to get rid of the white people and replace them with other races in Ukraine. That's what this is all about. This is partly a race war. It's partly a religious war. And it's all around stupidity as far as this war even taking place in the first place. Because the elites in the United States and in Europe, they're pushing for this war. And for some reason, they're coveting all of the resources in Russia, and they think they can go in and steal them. And just like Ukraine is saying, well, you haven't seen anything yet. Our counteroffensive is going to really get going here in a week or two. Russia hasn't even taken the gloves off yet. Russia does not want to kill Ukrainians. Russia feels kinship with the Ukrainian people. And also, Russia hasn't come out and said it, but I think they see the same thing I do. That they're trying to kill off white Christian males. And Ukraine is Orthodox as well. It's Ukrainian Orthodox and not Russian Orthodox, even though there were some Russian Orthodox churches before Zelensky closed them all down. So I think the Russians see the bigger picture. I think that they see who the real enemy is, and the real enemy, as far as Russia is concerned, is not Ukraine or the Ukrainian people. It's their puppet dictator that was installed by the West, and also the satanic Western leaders that are simply war-hungry. They're bloodthirsty. And so we have all of these horrible things that are planned right around this time that they're going to have this summit. And you have Ukraine demanding things, and you have... And a lot of these are women, too, which really surprises me. They get up and talk about deposing Putin and invading Russia, and they say, oh, but we're not at war with Russia. But we want to kill them all, and we want to invade their country, and we want to go in and smash Russia. But we're not at war with you. No, no, not at all. But we want to sanction you. We want to break your economy. We want to see you all just burn. Oh, but we're your friend. The behavior of the West is enough to make you want to puke. And to hear these people get up and make speeches that they want to go in and do all these things to Russia. And Russia has done nothing to their countries. Nothing at all except trade with them and supply them gas and oil. And these countries are wanting to go in and defeat Russia and steal their gas and oil. That's what it all amounts to. But what's going to happen is that Russia is going to take the gloves off when the real enemy is in view. And I don't think that Russia is going to necessarily target the average American person. But I do think the United States is going to absolutely get smashed. I see it coming. It's like a bully. When you have a bully in the schoolyard, and he picks on people and he picks on people, but there's one person that stays pretty quiet. One person that just tries to avoid trouble, doesn't run from it, but tries to avoid it, doesn't get into the shoving matches, doesn't really talk a whole lot. And one day the bully decides, well, I'm going to pick on that guy. Big mistake. Because the strong, silent ones don't want to be messed with. And when you mess with them, you pay for it. And usually the bully will never touch them again because the bully has to scrape himself off the ground and Go take care of a broken nose. And that's exactly what's going to happen with the United States. I don't know why we think we can bully everybody, but we seem to think that we can bully Russia into doing anything that we tell them to do, we as in our government, 
And then you have the lap dogs in Europe that are nothing but puppets themselves, just mimicking what the United States is saying. And so you have a lot of politicians acting like little banty roosters, sitting there scratching around and crowing and acting like they're big and tough. And it's just sickening to watch. And it's kind of like the old story about the rancher that set up on the hill and there was a big curve in the railroad and he looked to the west and here came a train about 60 miles an hour. He looked around the curve and here to the east and here was another train coming about 60 miles an hour. And he knew what was going to happen, but he was too far away to do anything about it. So he just sat on the hill and watched. And as the trains rounded the bend, they collided. And in the inquest they had, they found that the old rancher was a eyewitness, so they called him to testify. And they asked him, Good God, man, what were you thinking when you saw those trains? How come you didn't try to stop them? He said, Well, I was too far away to stop them, but what I was thinking was, That's sure a heck of a bad way to run a railroad. And that's kind of what I feel like. I'm sitting here watching a train wreck. I can see the train wreck extremely easily. And why the people in Washington either want the train wreck or can't see it, I don't get it at all. And why the European Union thinks that they're going to be victorious over Russia. Haven't they read the history about Napoleon and Hitler? The German army under Hitler was a lot stronger than anything that Europe has right now. And Russia's a lot stronger than they were before World War II. And so you have weaker armies in the West, going against stronger armies in the East as far as comparing them to World War II. And another thing I really saw coming is that all of our sophisticated personnel carriers and tanks and weapons that we're sending over, it's pretty easy to knock them out if you knock out their computer. And so the Russians are finding out ways to disable the vehicles that disable their computer, and when that happens, the vehicle just simply stops, doesn't function. And a lot of people like to laugh at Russia's older equipment, their older design. A lot of it's mechanical. You have to believe me on this one. You want mechanical in a war. You don't want to have it electrical. Something mechanical you can fix in the field. Something electrical, forget it. But I see massive escalation coming within the next few days. And I know that I've said that a lot on this program, but if you look at all the escalations that have happened, I have been right that the escalation is happening. It's just the patience of Russia is just amazing because I don't think that I could have lasted this long without attacking or or hitting back some way at the way I've been treated if I was Russia. I think that I would have done something rash, and that's exactly what the West wants Russia to do. So good thing I'm not in their government or in control of their government because I would have botched it. Now, I'm not a big fan of Putin, and I'm not a big fan of Russia. But I do see what's going on. I do see the train wreck. And I see who's causing the train wreck. And I see who does not want to negotiate. And to have all of these leaders in the West say, oh, yes, we want negotiation after Russia's destroyed, after Russia's defeated, And since that's their attitude, well, they don't want to negotiate at all. And so I think that within the next few weeks, we're going to see the event that's going to get NATO involved as far as 
in a shooting war, in a declared war. And when that happens, food's going to go off the shelves. Dry goods are going to disappear. If you're not ready to go right now, then you're in bad trouble because the growing season is half over. A lot of the best foraging is behind us. Right now, mulberries and other berries are mature. You got about two more weeks on those in the central part of the United States before that season is over. You do have wild plums and choke cherries that are going to be coming on, but the thing I'm trying to say is that things are out of control and they're definitely out of our control. But I've never seen so many satanic, evil, twisted people in my life. And how these people got into power is just obvious that Satan, with the help of his minions of George Soros and the World Economic Forum and all these other evil institutions, they've hijacked the world's governments. We, the people, are considered subjects of the elites. And there's also a plan that's upcoming that I heard about that's being discussed about blotting out the sun. Boy, that's a smart idea. That takes a real brain to figure that one out, doesn't it? All of us common people have got to wake up and understand that we've been lied to for centuries on a lot of things. There's a lot of things out there that we're taught in school that are absolutely false. There's a lot of things going on that are demonic that we're told are good. There's a lot of things that are godly and good that our children are being told are horrible and awful and discrimination and everything else that's bad. We have teachers unions that are sticking up for teachers that want to abuse children. We just have a very awful situation going on here in this world. But even with how bad it is right now, Today, in the coming weeks, it's going to get terrifically worse. And so I really think that you need to have some rubber meets the road meetings within your family and talk about certain possibilities that may happen. I think it's time everyone needs to look at a map and find out how far you are from the nearest nuclear target and also which way the prevailing winds generally blow. A lot of places in the world are demanding that their people get the iodine that you need to keep your thyroid from absorbing radiation. So I think that you really need to prepare for radiation. I had a listener send me a Geiger counter, which I really do appreciate. But I think it's time you had a Geiger counter. I think it's time you had a contingency plan. I talked a few shows ago about building a nuclear fallout shelter inside a building, preferably with a cement floor, using sandbags. And that's not my idea. That's the Canadian prepper. And I think the Canadian prepper has some of the best advice out there. I really think you need to listen to him. His overall information and his heart for trying to help people is very obvious. He does sell a lot of things from his site, but he's not doing what he's doing to make money. That's obvious to me. He's doing what he's doing because he feels led to. 
I think that someday he's not going to be agnostic. I think he will acknowledge someday, hopefully, that God has put it on his heart to do what he's doing because he truly is doing a service for the good of mankind. And so when I get ideas from other people that I think are good, I'm definitely going to give them the credit for it. I think you have to secure a water supply. I know I've talked in the past about using a sand point, driving a sand point down to get a shallow well. Now there's lots of places that you'll hit solid rock before you get down too far, and so that won't work. And there's other places where the water table is just so far down that there's no way that you're going to drive a sand point down to it. But it won't take hardly anything to contaminate the lakes and rivers, and also the municipal water supplies are going to be absolutely decimated. And so if you don't have a water source, you better be storing some back. And you have to store water for drinking and bathing and flushing your toilet and washing your dishes and everything that you normally would do. But if we do get into a war and they start rationing everything, I imagine that bottled water will be something that they will ration. But this is not a war like we've ever seen in the world before. Because the only way this war is going to end is with someone totally and utterly destroyed. And quite possibly, everyone will be totally, utterly destroyed. It just depends on how many nuclear weapons they actually use. But there's no way that these superpowers are going to get into a tussle and not use what they have in their arsenal. Not going to happen. They're definitely, in my opinion, they're definitely going to use nuclear weapons. And I think that they're going to be both tactical and strategic. I think that... It won't take very long before the strategic weapons start being used. And I really think that since we've been bullying China, we meaning the United States government, has been bullying China, I think that it's just a matter of time before China jumps in the fray. And we're going to be in a whole world of hurt. The world we knew is gone. Never coming back. Now think of the United States in 1912. The airplane was new, the automobile was new, the conventional bicycle was fairly new. You had all of these things that were happening that were wonderful, and you had real growth in science and in industry, and families were big and strong, and you had an awful lot of people on farms. Everyone knew how to do everything. Almost everyone knew how to fend for themselves, and grow their own food, and take care of themselves. And then all of a sudden, you had a couple of things happen. First of all, you had the Federal Reserve, I think illegally, but it was founded. And our banking system was totally changed out from under the people. And then soon after, we had World War I. In 1922, looks almost absolutely nothing like 1912 when you really want to think about it. Almost everything about the way we lived changed. And it was because of this earth-shattering, horrible war, and also the famine and disease and everything that came with it, changed the world as they knew it in 1912 forever. Well, I think that the world that we have today is going to be changed 
even more drastic than it was in World War I. I have no clue what the world is going to look like on the other side of this, but rest assured, this too shall pass. But what is it going to look like? I can only pray that Jesus will return and it will look like the kingdom of God. But if that does not happen, I don't know if we're going to be living in a living hell or what it's going to be. But I do know that there's a mass culling, a thinning of the herd, genocide, mass extinction. That is the goal of these globalists and these Satanists. I don't want to see anyone, anywhere from any country, fall victim to these globalists. I don't care what their politics are. I don't care what their religion is because they're human. And this is an anti-human agenda that we're up against. And so I really want mankind to win. I want humanity to win. And I want humanity to turn to Almighty God. But I know this. I'm going to stand up against the New World Order and all of these Satanists until my last breath. Because these people are evil and they need to be stopped. I don't have any power over anything. I have some wonderful listeners that I know that I influence, and I'm not doing this to influence people as much as I am to inform people. But I do know that we have to get real, and we have to see things as they really are. And one way to start doing that is to acknowledge the brainwashing that's been taking place for a long, long time. In my calculation, some of the brainwashing has been going on for about 500 years. You might say, well, there's no organization that can keep things steady for 500 years. That's ridiculous. But the head of their organization is Satan. And Satan just finds new minions. Still the same head, still the same government, so to speak. Still the same evil entity that's plotting things out. Just the same old story over and over again, just with different names and different faces. And so, yes, it goes back to the fall of Adam. But the brainwashing that I'm talking about, some of it happened 500 years ago. Some of it happened 300 years ago. Some of it happened yesterday. But it's all an effort for the same goal. They want the same thing. They want the same outcome. And on the other side of the break, I'm going to be talking about certain things that I see that we all need to start seeing. And I'm also going to talk about prepping and a few other things. But but I think it's very important that you're aware that things are about to change for the worse. And so after this, I'll be back and pick up where I left off. I really need to know who's listening and where you're listening from whether it's by shortwave or podcast, or on AM or FM radio. Even if you just pop me an email and say hi, I would appreciate it. And as always, I invite listeners, give me some suggestions of topics that they'd like to hear me cover. I would really appreciate that. Once again, my email address is jim at offgridliving.faith. Please visit the website, and the website is offgridliving.faith. And also, you can find links to even more information.
every one of my shows is uploaded on the website. If you enjoy the Living Off-Grid Powered Information Show, I would ask that you consider donating to the show to help cover expenses because we don't get paid here. This is all done by donations and we do not take anything online as far as PayPal or any of that because of all the censorship. Not that they have shut us off, it's just I'm not going to give them the opportunity. So we're going to do it the old-fashioned way by mail, check, money order, or if you want to put cash in a secure envelope, we would appreciate any donation, any size. Just send all your correspondence to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, 69143. That's Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, 69143, and your support is greatly appreciated. This next song was recorded in 1902 by the Edison Military Band. America, played by the Edison Military Band. Replace fear with faith. Replace pessimism with hope. Replace despair with determination. And don't be afraid to rely on God and step out on the sea. Welcome to part two of the Living Off-Grid Powered Information Show. This is Jim Calhoun, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. Well, I'm kind of on a rant today. Mankind is just not waking up as much as they need to. But I want to say this, is that the more you wake up, the more you see the more you see, the more you wake up. There's a lot of people that are seeking truth right now. Not as many as there should be, but there are a bunch of us. And I'm finding out that there are levels of how much people are awake. And I don't know what the top level is. I don't know if I'm there. But I do know that the people that are very much awake have the same thoughts that I have, and they have the same knowledge that I have received and also figured out. And it seems like that when one of us is in a group of people that are mostly awake, when we try to take them those extra two or three steps 
to really make them awake. Well, all of a sudden, we're conspiracy theorists and kooks, according to people that are on our side, the people that are mostly awake. But you have to understand that the powers that be, as far as the satanic powers, they want you utterly destroyed. They want you dead. They want you wrong. They want you to be ignorant of the way things really are. And so we have a horrible thing going on all over the world. We have all of these people that are starting to wake up, but there are certain, I'm going to call them sacred cows, that you don't dare try to push them that extra little bit to really wake them up because they'll get offended or they'll get angry or they'll, like I say, think that you're a tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy nut. And I'm going to give you an example. The vast majority of the people think that John F. Kennedy, when he got killed, that there was some sort of a cover-up, that more happened than what the Warren Commission claimed that happened. And so most people do think that there is something nefarious that happened the day that John F. Kennedy was killed that's been swept under the rug. But you can talk to that same person and give them a little bit more information about another subject. They'll say, oh, no, I don't believe you. Don't believe you at all. You're a conspiracy theorist. Well, you have to remind them, well, so are you if you think that John F. Kennedy, if you think something nefarious happened about a cover-up, then you're a conspiracy theorist yourself. And you have to understand that this word, that this phrase conspiracy theorist was invented to try to shut people like me up, to try to shame us, to try to shame us all into silence. But I can say that it's very refreshing when I'm talking to someone who is as awake as I am. And I'm sure there's people that are more awake than even I am. I have no doubt about that. The only social media site I use is veteranbrigades.com. And there's several people on there that are super wide awake. And so we can private message and we can speak each other's language as far as what we know about certain things that are taboo to talk about because it's settled science and all sorts of malarkey like that. And so it's really great that there are some people on that forum that are totally wide awake. But if you post in their regular feed some of the things that you're trying to wake them up, even in that site that's full of patriotic Americans who are awake, you'll have the naysayers come out and say, oh, get real, that can't be happening. That isn't possible. And I do my best not to mention any of those on this show. Because there will be people that say, oh, well, that Jim Calhoun with the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show, he's just a nut. He believes this, that, and the other thing. Maybe someday I will introduce some of the things that you've been brainwashed on that even you possibly think is something that is right and good. But that's something that Satan is very good at, is deception. When I say that some people are not wide awake to the fullest, I'm not cutting them down. I'm not trying to say that people who are more wide awake are more worthwhile or better than those who aren't. I'm just saying that Satan has really came in and done a number on us, and some people have had more brainwashing than others, and 
Some people are more susceptible of it. And so some people it's going to take them longer to find the truth. And that's one thing that we all need to do is seek for truth. Because there's so many lies going on out there. The Russian coup was a lie. I don't know exactly what they were trying to do, but what a mess that was. But you see, that's what it was supposed to be, a mess. And I have no doubt it achieved what its goal was, because it sure messed a lot of people up. And then you look at all the lies that come out of Washington, D.C. in a day. It's just mind-boggling. Just the whole thing just is, is horrible. And I did that music event tonight, and I don't dare talk to anybody at these music events about anything. Because there's a lot of people that think that Joe Biden is a great president, and that Russia's bad, and Ukraine is winning, and Russia's going to be destroyed, and the United States is going to be the top dog all the time, and, and on and on. And I just want to say, wake up, people. Wake up and see what your government's doing to you. All I can say is this. We better be prepared to see a lot, and I'm talking about massive amounts of body bags coming home from Europe, because that's what's going to happen. And unfortunately for us, the war is not going to stay in Europe. It's not going to get contained. I've said this on this show several times. I'm going to say it again. The war is going to be fought right here. It's going to be fought in the central part of the United States. It's going to be fought in the southern states. It's going to be fought in the northern states. It's going to be fought in the Rocky Mountains. It's going to be fought in the east coast, on the west coast. It's going to be fought on the Mexican border. It's going to be fought on the Canadian border. It's going to be fought over our skies, on our land, and in our seas, and in our international waters on our coasts. That's why I say you need to find out if you're near a nuclear target. Now, I know a few weeks ago I talked about troop movements that were all over the place as far as small units were seen all over the United States. While that seems to have slowed down a bit, it's still happening on a smaller scale. But you have to add up everything. And when you add up what's happening in this country, what's being said, what our government is doing as far as saber-rattling, and also what the EU is doing and what Putin is doing. and It seems like it's like a pre-fight weigh-in where you have both fighters shaking their fists at each other and grimacing and telling each other what they're going to do to the other one. And I really feel that that's kind of what's happening right now. We have Russia bloviating and puffing up like a blowfish. and You have the United States strutting around like a damn Tom Turkey, and it's just pathetic to see. But anyone that's been around Tomcats know that Tomcats have to square off, and they have to size each other up, and they have to yowl at each other for about ten minutes and growl and make their awful noises that Tomcats make. And then all of a sudden, they get into it. And I've seen Tomcats that were in it so bad that one of them was going to die if I didn't step in because cats instinctively know how to kill their prey with their fangs. And I just broke up a cat fight two weeks ago that one of them was going to die if I didn't because both of them were going for the main arteries and veins on the neck and they were meaning business. 
and so I had to break them up, and and so far they haven't got back into it, but it was a death match for sure. Well, with that comparison in mind, that's what's happening right now. We have two tomcats that are squaring up and looking each other over, making those awful tomcat noises. That's what's happening right now. And it's just a matter of time before they clash. And another analogy is using elephants. When the elephants fight, the grass gets trampled. And guess who the grass is? It's you and it's me. And so we have to take care of ourselves. I've said that week in and week out. You have to be your own cavalry. You have to be your own best friend. You have to be your own provider. And there are a lot of people out there that say, oh, well, it's not going to get that bad. And if they get into a war, it's going to last for a week and they'll quit or it's going to last for a month. Right now, the military-industrial complex wants nonstop war from now until eternity. That's what they want. It makes them billionaires, trillionaires. And the military-industrial complex has a version in almost every country in the world. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them are interconnected as far as both of them supplying weapons and things to opposing armies. Just like what happened in World War I and World War II, we had certain countries in the United States that were still doing business with Nazi Germany and Japan even after the war started. And, of course, banks are notorious for bankrolling both sides because that way they know they win no matter what. And so, again, it's out of your hands, it's out of my hands. So I guess it comes to the part of the show, what are we going to do about it? Well, almost every show I say pray, and so I'm going to say it again. Pray. If you're not praying, you better start. But I think you need to become double, triple, quadruple, diligent as far as watching over your shoulder, watching your back, keeping your eyes wide open, pay attention to world events. I know that Russia just sent an aircraft to Washington to evacuate some of their embassy staff. And the story is is that the United States expelled these people, and so Russia was simply picking them up. But you have a lot of countries that are now telling average Russians they can no longer visit their country. And so the lines are being drawn in the sand, and it's also like the lines are being drawn in concrete, because the lines are immovable. And when this is over, and I predict that when it's over, it's going to be the East that's going to be victorious, all of these little countries the Baltic states and Poland and all of these countries, Germany, all these that are real close to the Russian-Ukraine border, those countries are going to cease to be international players. They're going to cease to have relevance in the world as far as politics or industrial might. Because I really think that when this is over, there's a lot of countries that are going to be shut out. They're going to be on the outside looking in, wanting in, and they're not going to be let in, not for a long time. And I think that's one of the ways the world is going to change. I think you're going to see a lot of the so-called powers of the world or power regions, Europe, North America, and Australia, and places like that, are going to cease to be the most powerful in the world. They're going to be relegated to second-rate status. 
And I think Russia and China and all of their best allies are going to be the ones that are going to reap the benefits. Just like I think Iran is going to deal with Israel and deal Israel a horrific blow that Israel is not going to recover from. And so I think that you're going to see all of the Western nations are going to be changed beyond what we can even imagine. But again, what can we do about it? Other than storing food and being able to produce your own energy and researching and studying and prepping, there's not a whole lot else you can do. But I will say you can prioritize. Prioritize fresh, clean water. Get a water source. Prioritize having enough food for at least a year. Prioritize studying and learning new skills. I know that this show sounds like a broken record, and I'm trying my best not to do that, but but I think we're in a time in history where it's like the coach giving the final speech before the before the team hits the field on the big game. You know, the coach can only say so many things, and and right before the team heads out of the locker room, the coach will repeat several things that he's been telling his players all along. Things like, take care of the ball and make sure that you tackle well or block well or whatever. That's what I'm doing in this show. Because I think the real event, as in World War III going totally kinetic, is right at our doorstep. And I don't know how many more shows I'm going to have before everything's disrupted. I don't know how many more shows I'm going to have before something turns totally kinetic. And so I need to get this information out as hard and as heartfelt as I can. You and your family are in danger. You and your family need to look and see this danger and deal with this danger. You also need to understand that you've been brainwashed and told all sorts of things that aren't true. And so you're going to have to listen to the people who are truth tellers and even if you don't believe everything they say, at least respect it enough to hear it and then think it through and pray about things. And then all of a sudden you will have some things revealed to you. And then if it happens to you like it happened to me, then all of a sudden the light will go on and you'll start seeing that some of the things that you thought were impossible are not only possible, but that's exactly what's happened or happening. And so if there ever was a time for you to do some self-improvement, now's the time. If there ever was a time for you to mend some fences and strengthen ties with your neighbors, friends, family, co-workers, whatever it may be, now's the time. And I think we're way past the time of trying to wake up the people that are totally naysayers. The ones that say, ah, oh, nothing's going to happen. Just Those kind of people, in my opinion, are just going to be toast. And it's unfortunate that there's going to be anybody that way. But but I know that we're not going to save everyone. We're not going to get everyone on board with the way we think or what we want to do. And so you need to concentrate on you and your family. And then if you have that squared away, then go to your immediate family or your best friends or what have you. And you're going to have to talk with them and tell them exactly what's going on. And make it clear to them that if they don't want to hear it, is all they have to do is tell you to stop. 
Or if they don't believe it, all they have to do is just not believe it. And you can give your family members and close friends one try that way. But if they are not receptive, you're going to have to let them go. I know that's hard to do for a lot of people. But there are people out there that just aren't going to get it. And also there are people that are going to claim to have gotten it, like Lot's wife. And they flee the city and and they were told not to look back. And of course Lot's wife just had to look back because she secretly really liked that lifestyle that was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. It had captured her imagination. So that's where her heart was. And so there are going to be friends and family members and co-workers and what have you that you're going to think you've got them on the right side and they're going to do the equivalent of Lot's wife. They're going to they're going to turn back to where their heart is. And the Bible talks about a remnant. And I really think the remnant's going to be small. And so your prayer life has to be very healthy. You have to get right with God and focus on the kingdom of God and things that are good that God has in store for this world. Because there is going to be a new heaven and a new earth. That's promised in the Bible. And so in the long run, good will prevail. But we have to go through these trials and tribulations. And that's what we're going through right now. Well, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to live in faith, not in fear. I want you to know that you are loved by your Heavenly Father. And all you have to do is accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. But there's a lot of people that don't want to do that either. And all you can do is tell them about Jesus and tell them about the plan of salvation. And if they don't want to partake of that, well, God gave us free will. And although it's very sad, there are people you have to let go. But the remnant has to be strong. The remnant has to be as virile and as energetic and as healthy as possible. And so that's another thing you could do is Get your mental health and your physical health, your spiritual health. Really pay attention to that. And when it comes to health care, really be cautious. We're living in a time where doctors put the almighty dollar in front of everything. We have doctors that will stand up and still lie and say the vaccines are safe and effective. And as long as you have organizations like the American Medical Association that aren't coming out and telling the truth, and then your doctor is most likely a member of that association, where does their allegiance really lie? Their patient, which is you, or their affiliation with the AMA? What holds more weight with them? What's going to make them more money? That's easy choice for them. They can replace you as a patient really easy, and they will. And I remember back years ago, they used to say, always get a second opinion. And doctors don't say that anymore. And that's not a common quote anymore. You don't hear that anymore. Well, I'm going to tell you, get a second and a third opinion on anything that's going to be drastic. Because I found out through my ailments that for many years I was farmed. I was used as an ATM for the medical profession. And it really angers me. And it angers me it took me so long to figure it out. 
But now that I've seen it, my eyes have been opened. Now I can see back into the past and say, okay, it was here too, and it was way back there, and this doctor did it, and that doctor did it. And it's like how I opened the show. The more your eyes get opened, the more they will open. And so really pray for the scales to be lifted off your eyes. And I'm going to be sharing some things with you in future shows to hopefully help you get through this mess. But right now I can just say, buckle up, get prepared, get right with God, and harden yourself to be as strong as you possibly can be. Well, I hope the right people heard the show today. I really appreciate all of my listeners. And I would appreciate if you would consider donating to this program because the only reason I'm able to bring it to you is is because of the generous donations I get from my listeners because this show is 100% listener-supported. You would write the check out to Thunderbolt West Media. You would mail to Thunderbolt West Media, P.O. Box 163, P.O. Box 163, Hershey, Nebraska, Hershey, Nebraska, and the zip code is 69143. And I want all of you to know that I don't save your email address. I don't send it to anyone. I'm not harvesting information on people. If you put a return address, I don't save it. If you send me a check, I don't keep the information on that. I just endorse the check and take it to the bank. And that's all I do. I don't write anything down. I'm taking no records on anybody. And so for those who are afraid to send anything in because of that, well, rest assured that I will never, ever keep a list of my listeners or the donors or anything like that. I just take it one day at a time here, and that's how I operate. And I would not appreciate anyone taking my information. And so I want to treat you like I would want to be treated. And that's with respect. And so always know that any information that I would receive from you as far as a check or an email address or something, it's not written down, it's not saved. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I do appreciate it. And until next time, be strong. Really buckle up. It's about to hit the fan. Keep your powder dry. But most important of all, replace fear with faith. This is Jim Calhoun with the Living Off Grid Power and Information Show. The song Step Out on the Sea is performed by Brit Small and Festival. Thank you for listening to Thunderbolt West Media.